0: Hola! Hey. <laughs> You're like, what?
1: Just caught me off guard. How's it going? Good. How's it going?
0: Fantastic. Guess what I want to talk about today? I don't know what. I want to talk about this whole obsession with crime.
1: Okay, so I feel personally attacked already.
0: <laughs> you do? Yeah. That's funny. No, I do. There's like this, this major uptick in. Like, crime podcast, and, and we're right in the middle of it. I mean, we do it, yeah. and it's amazing how many listens and views or whatever that you get and people's obsession with, with crime. And so I wanted to know the psychology behind it, and I found some really interesting things, actually, of, like, the next level of infatuation with crime and people who commit crime.
1: Ooh, okay, give it to me.
0: You down with this? I'm down. Cool. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. This is The Suspended Sentence. Okay, so like I said, there's this major uptick in fascination of the crime and deviant behavior in the United States. With more than a half a million podcasts out there, true crime podcasts consistently rank in the top 50. Hmm. Like, this is what people want to hear. Crime fascinates us. And the criminal mind will always be the subject of of fascination, right? It's like an unsolvable puzzle that's just like, why? How? what Mm -hmm. yeah except for a small number of people who may be criminals or themselves though there's no interest in copying the crime so when your husbands or boyfriends or girlfriends or family members or whatever like dude you're crazy why are you watching that you're going to do that to me no, that's not. You can refer them to this podcast, and I'll Perfect. and I'll tell. <laughs> I'm going to show this
1: to my husband.
0: Right, Like right. You
1: have to listen to our mm-hmm. podcast
0: now. Right. the mm-hmm. The interest is really in how the crime is done, the motivation behind it, how they avoid getting caught, and if the if the crime was solved or not. It's more about education than it is about i don't know it's fascination in crime like how are people capable of doing the things that people are capable of doing right yeah. for men though like their reason for being interested in crime podcasts is or crime at all is different than why women are interested in it as i'm sure you can tell or that you know right for men watching shows and listening to to podcasts or episodes or reading the paper or whatever about crime and murder it stirs feelings of manliness. Not what you think. You just made a weird face. Yes. Protection and control, but also it sheds light on the vulnerability of women. Women that they need to protect.
1: Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, so this is inherent in most men, like the need to protect women, the need to protect women and children, right? Most men don't think about the dangers that women face on a day-to-day basis just because we're women most most men who don't think don't have antisocial thinking don't think hey my my girl could be in a dangerous situation right now because they don't think like that right. and so really crime podcasts and crime shows educate them on better ways of protecting women which is which is kind of sweet yeah kind of <laughs> but anyway men do have a, an appreciation for that they do have an they're never going to admit it to you but they do appreciate being educated on how to keep us safe some men the majority of men for women though it's curiosity obviously right right but more so so that we can spot danger and we can prepare ourselves for it mm-hmm. there's a lot of scenarios that are highly dangerous that we don't even know about that and trends and new ways of doing things and new ways of people getting away with things. For example, there's a lot of, not a lot, but girls who know to leave a trail, drop things, kick off your shoe if if you're being abducted or if you're being taken. Um, I didn't know anything because this is new, relatively new about sex trafficking. And I learned this actually off of like, our upcycles on Facebook, where towels or whatever are being left on cars, marking women who are alone for people to swoop in and take things like that. Like this is a great way to get information out so that women can protect protect ourselves, yes. ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. So that's really why women do it. For a lot, I mean, obviously it's curiosity of the psyche as well, but but. But it's a way also to form a community. We can take care of each other, protect each other, educate each other, help each other. And really women, that's, that's our thing. And of course, you know, to escape the reality of everyday life. Yeah, seriously. Why do you, because you're, you call yourself a, a true crime.
1: Enthusiast.
0: Enthusiast. Why do you, do you, do you know? Why, do, why are you so interested in it? think it really
1: started when I moved to Texas because Wyoming seems it feels like a relatively safe place mm-hmm. and when I moved to Texas I mean like I had never even been to Denver right. I had never driven in traffic I had mm-hmm. never it was a completely different world we've talked about this before that like Wyoming is a completely different world than everywhere it else it is
0: There's, but also it's a perceived safety it's right. not Right. but yeah
1: so, when you move and you hear things and you just, like, listen to the news and things that I've never, like, sex trafficking, which now, like, the, that I'm into this, like, in research more, is a problem in Wyoming as well. It's a problem oh, yeah. everywhere. Huge problem, yeah. But you don't hear about it. Yeah. And so then I was like, why don't you hear about it? So then I started listening to some podcasts and I'm like you learn about things that you, that I hadn't heard about. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. then it turned into, well, why? Okay. And what type of person is committing this type of crime?
0: Okay. So the reasons that I just listed. Right. So So it started, yeah, Yeah. it
1: started as.
0: Well, I've never heard of this stuff before. How common is it? So it's education. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is exactly, I mean, what studies are showing. So people who are doing podcasts keep, Keep doing what we're doing mm-hmm. here. <clears throat> yeah. And there's a lot of really, really <laughs> great podcasts. Fantastic podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very
1: informative, very I mean, fantastic podcasts. Yeah.
0: For sure. Um but there's a line, right? And the fascination of crime can go too far. <laughs> okay, you... she
1: just got scary.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard of the term hybristophilia? No. You haven't? Okay. So this is having a sexual interest and attraction to people who commit crimes. Oh, like the prison pen pal guys? Right. So John Money is the one who coined this term. He was um, from New Zealand. He was a psychologist there. Hybristophilia, it's not a mental disorder. Okay. It's not in any of the current diagnostic manuals. It's a type of uh, like paraphilia. You're like, what the hell? Okay, so some sexual behaviors may be classified as, as paraphilic, but, but not disordered. In other words, some sexual behaviors are outside the norm, but they have no clinical significance, okay? So it's not a mental disorder. It's not anything like that. It obviously occurs more in women than men, and there's two categories of hy- hybristophilia okay okay so the first one is passive these and i'm just going to say women because it occurs more in in women than men but men can can do it just not very common these women are usually delusional and will find excuses for why what the criminal did they will develop a relationship with the offender and feel like they're special
1: it's like all the women that married Manson.
0: well no there's hold on you gotta hear the other one too oh, okay <laughs> and even though their lover may have killed numerous people he will never do that to me oh. and they usually feel like they can change the person
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay then there's aggressive hyperstophiliacs. this is the complete opposite these are the ones who are willing to help them out with their criminal agenda they'll lure victims in they'll hide bodies they'll cover up the crimes or they'll even commit the crimes with them. Cindy
1: Hendy, I'm sorry, I'm still, Cindy. I'm still on Cindy Hendy.
0: No, seriously, she's a great example of that. So there's, there's a new word for everybody. Instead of saying, "Oh, he's my partner in crime," you can be like, "Oh, he's my aggressive bristophiliac." <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. At least you laughed at my corny joke that time. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, but but these women are they're they're really normal people. Like you'd never be able to pick them out of a crowd right they're teachers nurses lawyers they're just normal people but a lot of these women will have history of abuse and violent relationships they'll have some sort of trauma in their past they are um usually they'll be they'll be ones these are just like profiling them now okay Mm -hmm. low self-esteem lack of a father figure in their life like i said in in the first one they think that they can change him they'll see um, the killer is, you know, like the little boy. You're you're why do I fit this description? I just, I should like start writing certain killers. Oh no, you that's just, like not good. describe the Sam. Oh, I all of a sudden just want to stop this episode. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I feel really personally attacked now. Okay, a few a few of them will hope to share in the media spotlight. Like they'll just do it for notoriety or to write a book or something like that. But then there's the notion of the perfect boyfriend. <laughs> she knows where he is at all times. She knows what he's thinking about her. She, um, she can claim that, that someone loves her. Um, she doesn't have to endure the day-to-day bullshit that men throw at us. There's no laundry to do, no cooking, no cleaning, no nagging him to put the toilet seat down, none of that stuff. And she can keep a fantasy charged for a really really long time yeah a really long time she will have complete control over the relationship she decides when she can answer the phone when she writes him back when they talk when they see each other like she is in complete control of the situation she's the only link to the outside world for him right so that puts her in a position of power right which is you know super not healthy but none of this is healthy so um, so here's a couple of psychological reasons, okay, behind like this women like bad boys, like really, really bad boys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First is the desire to have a strong man in your life, right? Which is what society tells us that, you know, I mean, we want a man that can protect him and protect us, right? right? It's evolutionary from the beginning of time, like women want a man that can protect her. Dangerous men seem to be super powerful and capable of dominating everyone. Mm -hmm. And that is evolutionary, evolutionary um, calming to us. It's what we want that. Um, But also dangerous or criminal men often possess like the dark, like narcissistic traits that are very charismatic. Um, And that's a word that is used a lot with serial killers. Like, they're a lot of fun. They have high energy. Most of the time, they're very attractive. And they always leave a room wanting more. Like, they're very, very charismatic. Like, you want to be around these people. Mm -hmm. But they're very dangerous also.
1: Right.
0: And then, like I said before, like, society integrates this into us. Like, the, the attractiveness of dangerous men, like we're told as women traditionally to be submissive that men are dominant and and that's what that's how things are supposed to be right Mm -hmm. traditionally not so much anymore but traditionally um but some mental health experts compare the infatuation with killings uh, of killers to like extreme forms of fantasy obviously right Mm -hmm. um they view these kinds of women as very insecure and love-avoidant. So women who can't maintain, quote, normal relationships. Yeah,
1: well, I
0: can maintain normal relationships. Yeah, so you've been married for quite a while. <laughs> okay, so one of the most... <laughs> I'm back in the clear, guys. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> one of the most infamous examples of hyster Oh, my gosh. Hybristophilia. That's a difficult word to say. Uh, say yeah, that no, three no, times. <laughs> is the large number of women who are attracted to Ted Bundy.
1: I know. An unpopular opinion, I don't think he was, like, hot. Was what? That he was hot. That he was hot? Well, I mean. That's, like, the whole, like, everybody was all mad because Zac Efron played him in the, like, evil, vile whatever. Yeah. Netflix show. And everybody was so mad because, like, Zac Efron is hot. and. <laughs> And they, they were Ted like, Bundy why will. are we, like, sexualizing Ted Bundy? Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, because he was hot. I don't think he was that hot.
0: <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Personal preference, I suppose. He I don't know. He teeth. He, when he would go to court, the courtroom was absolutely full of women who were, like, fuming over him. Yeah. Like, throwing themselves at him. And he actually, when he was incarcerated, he married Carol Ann Boone mm-hmm. in like they they met she was on the um was she wh- yeah she was one of his witnesses right and he proposed to her there and they got married in the courtroom and later she had his child yeah yeah what the hell Jeffrey Dahmer massive serial killer everybody knows his name he has had to have hundreds of women sending him letters money gifts all the rest of it even though he was gay and a cannibal. Right. Yeah. Okay, the night stalker,
1: Richard Ramirez.
0: Yeah, he was sentenced to death in 1989 on charges that included 13 murders, five attempted murders and 11 sexual assaults. But 7 years later after his conviction, he married that freelance magazine writer, Yeah. Doreen Loy. Mm-hmm. Yep she began corresponding with him shortly after his arrest and they were married while he was in San Quentin prison. And what she says about him, I'm going to quote this. He's kind. He's funny. He's charming. I just completely believe in him. Are you, are you kidding me?
1: Gross.
0: Yeah. Um, bull and the butcher. Do you know that one? Mm-mm. Ooh, you're going to have to research that one. He's currently on death row for the brutal mid-80s rapes and murders of the three Florida women. You don't remember that one? Okay. Well, he started sleeping with his public defender. Oh, cute. Right. Okay. Who, was, who had four children and was married to another prominent attorney, but she was his public defender and she would go to see him while he was in prison and have sex with him in his jail cell. Obviously, she got fired. Her husband divorced her. But, woof.
1: Yeah, I think there's probably lots of rules about like sleeping with your the person you're oh, representing.
0: There's tons of rules, tons and tons and tons. Charles Manson, the school shooters, Eric Harris, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, but also Scott Peterson. I tons know. and Everybody tons and tons.
1: Scott Peterson. I know I, can't. I and like chris watts everybody loves yep. chris watts too and mm-hmm. like gross gross
0: right i don't i don't know okay but it doesn't it doesn't just it it isn't just but ah, not just this goes to my whole it's anybody and the people that you would least expect right okay so here's a story 2015 Authorities at Baltimore City Detention Center busted a drug and gun running business operated by several members of the black Gorilla family who were incarcerated at that prison. The gang was led by Tavon, Tavon White, who was also discovered to have gotten four prison guards pregnant. What? Several prison guards, including the four women, were involved with the group And had helped them smuggle contraband into the facility. The drug trade is very lucrative in prison, where $10 worth of weed goes for like $50. Like it's a big deal there. One of the female guards, Brooks, did it for the money. Two others did it for love. Owens even tattooed White's name, one of the girls. She tattooed White's name on her neck. And was the only one who got pregnant with twins. Cute.
1: cute
0: it's really cute uh a modern two, day cinderella story to as uh, so romantic Aww. two of the females guards who got pregnant by him were supplied with mercedes mercedes benz like the gang took care of these girls for doing this for him <clears throat> yeah the last guard linder once um warned white of a planned prison search she would later claim that she knew about the search because she was cheating on him with a male guard, with another male guard Aww. at the jail.
1: That's cute. I always love those stories too.
0: I know. I'm like, what the hell? But, but that happens like a lot. And I I actually I want to do a, a podcast with um Jessica Kent and get her in here to talk about like what actually happens in jail. Like sexual abuse.
1: Oh, like if everybody's watched like the orange is the new black, I feel like that stuff really happens.
0: It really does happen. It's really a thing. Which is insane and absolutely crazy to me. But but if this is your thing and this is what you want, there are actually tons of dating sites. Stop it. do give them ideas. Exclusively for men in prison. And they will have their their picture. They will have their crime. They will have how long they're in there for. They'll have all of the information. So everything is up front. You can go to loveaprisoner.com. Stop or it. No, Don't no, tell no. Them. Or <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me read you. Let me read you this. Okay. Okay. This is his dating profile. This makes me feel dirty. Just printing it out. Okay. Ready? Hi, I'm 5'8", athletic, intelligent, confident, energetic, happy, positive person with a strong mind, body, and soul. I enjoy music, astrology, I'm an Aries, and I have estroetic beliefs. I don't know what that word is. I am a successful businessman. I have a real drive for life. I am not a big drinker, and I don't smoke or use drugs. Promise. That's nice. Looking for the same. I'm not a big social person and I don't need a lot of friends. I can fit in anywhere from flip flops to dress slacks. I'm a romantic and I have a soft side for my woman, a one woman man. I am considerate and receptive to others needs and wants. I am very principled. I'm not interested in having children. I am healthy and disease free. Over these years, I've learned what I want to spend and share my life with someone. I know what, what is important in my life. I'm looking for my best friend. Someone with real loyalty and devotion. Someone who is a good listener, a good communicator with depth and personality. Someone to cook with, binge watch TV shows with in front of a fireplace. I wanna take you dancing, hold your hand in Paris, watch the ball drop at Times Square on New Year's Eve. I want us to smile and laugh together, lay on the beach next to you during the day and look into the stars at night. I want to have a fun life with you. I'm not the guy playing video games and sitting on the couch with my buddies. I believe that attraction and compatibility along with mutual respect will build love that will last for all time. I want to be someone's everything. I have several years left. I don't wanna waste it. So spending my time now searching for you, if you're here looking, then I'm thinking you want something different as well. Two people that can check every box for each other Never need to look somewhere else for something because they'll have exactly what they need in their arms. That's what I'm looking for. I don't know where I will find you, but once again, or once I do, I'll never look again. Wow, well, that sounds really nice. Now, what did he do? Oh my gosh, isn't he amazing? A man Ladies can go write like up that. Your man. Oh my gosh. Well, let me tell you his date of birth is April 10th, 1980. He's white. He's single, five foot eight, brown hair, brown eyes. He's a male. He's 43 years old. And if you don't mind that he's a sex offender, go swoop up your man.
1: <laughs>
0: did you get that from the site? I got I printed that off from the site.
1: How many did you look at? Do they have photos?
0: They do. You know, seriously, I dating sites gross me out. Seriously. Mm -hmm. They gross me out. There's there's this whole other, and I've actually started writing a podcast on this, like The Dangers of Online Dating.
1: Oh, yeah. It is absolutely,
0: absolutely full of liars and... Just there for sex. Yeah. And that, and they are so dangerous, ladies. Well, not just for ladies, for men too. There are, I, when I was researching that, there were a lot of of stories of people who met somebody online and then went to meet for the first date and were raped, killed, robbed, stalked. I mean like it is not safe you guys either for men or women and really online dating is more of a catfishing pool for men than it is women. This is dangerous for you men. Which I mean, whatever, whatever. But so dating sites It's in, like Craigslist, don't use Craigslist either. No, seriously, and people do it because people think that you know there's it's a great way to expand your No, do it the old fashioned way. Meet somebody face to face. Go to
1: a bar, sit at a bar, have a drink.
0: Go go to a dog park. Ladies, if you wanna meet men, here's the places. Ready? Dog parks, gyms, grocery stores on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Or social events with friends. That's where you meet men. Men, if you want to meet, we meet women. Walk out your damn front door. Come on, it's not that <laughs> damn hard. Jeez. Um. But but literally, like, date, date Online dating is not safe. If you want to catch a disease and have your, sh- I, literally, like, it is not safe. And there's so much deceit on there. Just like this guy. Like, you read that? He's loyal, dedicated, a man of 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 you know solid moral compass he's a registered sex offender y'all he is a sex offender but he's talking like that walk with you in paris lay with you under the stars on the beach how romantic but he doesn't want any kids but he doesn't want kids right i mean come on now there's no words it's it's not i don't know but he was, in his picture, like he's a very good looking kid. Not kid, he's 43 years old. He's very good looking. He says all the right stuff. But, I mean, for real. But yes, so I went on the site and I, and I was looking and I felt filthy the whole time. Is there are a
1: ton of people on there, there is
0: a ton of people. And then I was researching how many women actually interact with these and what the stats are with that. These men, some of these men, receive dozens of letters a day. Which implies to me that there is a lot of women out there that do that. Yeah. Which maybe it's just curiosity. Maybe it's just. Well, I mean that's like the prison pen
1: thing. I feel like I would be down to just because curiosity. You know, curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, it um, did. Like some of the serial killers. Like if you could get a response that'd be interesting but also i'd want like a p.o box and like seven towns away from me because- well that's the other uh-huh. thing is do
0: you really want to be on these people's radars like you know come on now i actually i actually want to start writing some of the the people that we do these podcasts on write them and see if they write back mm-hmm. um because i think that that would be a cool follow-up for our podcast but like you just said do we want to be on their radar do you I want mean, if we want to,
1: go to the next state over and open a p.o box to come down
0: but which you can't do because you have to prove residency
1: you can't just open a p.o box
0: no you have to prove residency to get a post office box
1: oh that's
0: obnoxious it is obnoxious but you can't just do that so I mean anywhere anywhere you go you're going to be linked to something but it it was it was crazy to me to yeah but I mean, mean
1: also at the same time if you like wrote somebody and they get out of jail and they like listen to their episode on us like they know we're supposed state we're in I feel like
0: yeah I mean I, I don't know we should open a P.O. box let's I I open a P.O. box hopefully we have a post office box you know I don't I wouldn't write to people that were ever going to get out of prison like I want to talk to you know most of the people though that we do these episodes on got a suspended sentence though right. they're not these crimes are unsolved um but but it's interesting how, how you know, I, I have said this a lot. Like, the emotions of love and hate are so close. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go from loving someone to hating someone by a sentence. And that's how close we all are to, like, crossing the line of being like, ooh, well, can, I could justify that. I could justify that. It sounds far-fetched, but y'all...
1: Well, this was a roller coaster. I felt personally attacked. Then I felt vindicated. Then I felt grossed out. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel
0: today. That's awesome. Thanks for joining us. I hope you all uh, learned something. Yeah, you put some words
1: to things that I didn't know had words. So that's the thing. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Stay safe, everyone.